Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bees Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode. And make sure to check out the link in the description where you can find links to our Instagram and other socials. Happy listening! We like talking about movies and TV, or TV and movies, because we're the Bees Knees, oh yeah. Do you remember last week I talked to you about the chicken joke why'd the chicken cross the road yeah, to yeah. get to the idiot's house yeah, yes <laughs> and um we determined that the problem with the joke was the two different jokes coming together happened too quickly so you were going to <laughs> test that joke on some co-workers and see how the joke unraveled and if it was any better yeah so the thing about that joke is there's a very specific window of time <laughs> where it it just comes together quite nice yeah so i got to work and in the morning found the dad joke crew and i was just like knock or i said uh why did the chicken cross the road why to get to the idiot's house okay then they that's what they did <laughs> like, okay which and, is to be expected. That's kind of the response you want is just like, what a bad joke. Okay. And then then I did that face where I'm just like, uh-huh. eh? Eh? Yeah. And they were just like, you really fucking dropped the ball. This, you, you Worst suck. joke. Worst. <laughs> and then I walked away. But here's the thing. I, for, I forgot. You forgot. I forgot to tell them <laughs> the other half of the joke. Forever? So they're just... They're just existing, thinking that that is the joke you came up with no, that day? No, so, so I come back to this joke has a specific amount of time <laughs> that is needed for it to be funny. Because um, I remembered that I had forgot. So then I finished the joke. Okay. Two days later. <laughs> <laughs> did they even forget the first part? Or like, did they remember the first part? I don't know. So what was the response to the knock knock part of the joke yes i was like knock knock who's there the chicken from across the street and again i just was looking at blank faces "Ah." and i was just like (laughs) because do you you remember the chicken walked across the street and you know it's it's like when you have to explain a joke it gets less funny it gets funnier (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, then this was the best best pull-off of a joke ever. Because I had to explain that it was, it was the chicken that crossed the road to get to the idiot's house See, is now at your house. I feel like the comedy that happens in that is the people watching from the outside. Like, if I was watching you explain this already bad joke to these people that just weren't having it, that is funny, watching that happen to you. <laughs> watching my me. struggle. Yeah. See, that's not a joke. That's just like masochism. It's it's a funny delivery. <laughs> I think it's good. It like I think it's the same kind of humor as Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> which today I was definitely reciting at work. Oh yeah? Because my office mate who told us this joke in the first place. <laughs> was telling me that he had lot he had tots for lunch i almost called them lots lots for tunch lots of tots <laughs> so you were like napoleon give me your tots yeah did he was he eating them out of his pocket 
No, he had them at lunch. He didn't bring them back to work. Mm. But he just told me I had tots for lunch. And I was like, oh, Napoleon, give me your tots. <laughs> and I think it took him a minute to get it. But then he started, like, imitating when, like, the uncle characters, like, oh, I, could, I can throw this football through the mountains and, like, stuff like that. And then well, I was just, back like. back in the day, I could throw this football clear over those mountains. Yeah. If only coach put me in the last quarter. Yeah. So he was doing that bit. And then I then was just, like, you're just jealous because I've been online talking to hot babes all day. <laughs> and honestly, I think that's the highlight of my day. I've been training to be a cage fighter, Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the day, those movies were, I'll say as a millennial, the shit. Yeah. Because I I could recite all of them. There's uh, countless Will Ferrell movies, mm-hmm. Anchorman. Um, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? Uh yeah. Uh, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Napoleon. Benchwarmers. There's, uh, there's so I many. I could go on forever. Napoleon Dynamite. Dodgeball. Hot Rod. Dodgeball. <laughs> I, I can't count how many times. And Dodgeball was one of the least good. Honestly, Benchwarmers was one of my favorites. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I said that for no reason. Like, I wasn't <laughs> throwing things. <laughs> That's hilarious. I could just see you saying that just like out of nowhere. It's like, okay, thanks for that insight, Ben. Uh, but like seeing somebody drinking 2% milk or 1% milk, I mean like, are you drinking that because you think you're f- you look fat? Because you could totally be drinking 2%. 2%. Or uh, like your mom goes to college. Uh, like hot rod quotes, like uh, saying you look really pretty. And then when they're like, what? You'd be like, I said you look really shitty and then run away. <laughs> I would do that and actually run away <laughs> or like me and one of my friends would always do like the God of war. May your hammer be mighty. Like those, like where they would just like put their hands on the back of the neck and just like embrace. Yeah. Just all the time, just to build each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. It wasn't cool. Those like movies, they switched from like the, like, I don't know, like Will Ferrell and like those comedians. Yeah. And it switched into like Jonah Hill and them. And those became like the new, like yeah, iconic it went, movies. It went from like just idiotic humor mm-hmm. to like drug and swearing Ask me humor. about my wiener. Yeah. Which is a different form of idiotic <laughs> humor. But it was a lot more like teen wannabe bad boys yeah but they're just fucking nerds losers (laughs) and i couldn't even tell you what like the teen comedy craze is now no i couldn't either we're too out of touch (laughs) i'm gonna be 30 teens don't watch movies now they just watch tiktoks yeah maybe but then so do i so maybe i am in the loop the new the new comedy craze is uh, is that the that stupid doll, <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> Jasper the doll. I feel I'm like making a video. <laughs> <laughs> I will never not watch the duets of that video, <laughs> but like, it always blows my mind just like how 
large tiktok is and like the variety of content that's on there it's like i'll be telling someone like oh i saw this thing it was like really funny on tiktok they'll be like yeah i'm not on that side of tiktok or you were talking to somebody about a challenge and you were like i want to do this challenge i'm like yeah. i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. i didn't know what it was either until i looked it up and i was like oh yeah that would have been real cool but like i'll be talking about something and i'll think that it's like just widely known knowledge and especially because like when i'm telling people they're people that i know and hang out with we have a similar sense of humor yeah so it's just like assumed that we would be consuming the same or similar content and then i find out they're like no i'm not on that side of tiktok and i'm like why are there sides like i don't i've never i've never stopped and thought like what shape is tiktok that there's all these different sides tiktok is a shape that is infinitely big but it has defined and unique edges which like i will never i will never know all the sides no and that's the beauty of it um i actually have a bone to pick with you because i mentioned last week i think it was last week that uh my tiktok has changed yeah from just like anything and everything to just your flavor of the week. Yeah. Which, like, right now it's just Selena Gomez and Harry Styles. There, It will always be a little bit of Harry Styles. There will never not be Harry. But it's just Selena Gomez and Harry Styles. And garbage, like, reality TV. Yeah, and which I like watching the show. I don't want to watch them live in real life. Except for Dom. I'm a simp for Dom. We're all simps for Dom. <laughs> Except for Georgia. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so I, my bone yes. that I'm picking, yeah. take this bone right out, is it, you know, it's hard to find new trend ideas to yeah. do on TikTok when I'm stuck in your algorithm. I know. I've been suffering <laughs> with that too. Like I have debated making a separate one, a separate TikTok. <laughs> just so that you can enjoy your things, but then I can go and find other things. Okay, but you want to know what the problem with that is? Tell is me. that even before I came and invaded your TikTok account, yeah, um, you still weren't the one coming up with content ideas. I was the one coming up with the content because of Instagram or my own genius ideas because I'm just like really awesome like that. Listen, I was posting TikToks. On yeah. a monthly basis. <laughs> were they good? Mostly no. And you know what? The ones that were good, your viral ones. Mm. You were... mean my one that almost has a million views? Tell everybody you know to go watch it and let it hit a million. I want an M on our TikTok. That was my idea. Hey, shush. And why you got to call me out like this? a lot of the ones that you that do really, really well that are like focused on you are my ideas. <laughs> and then like I, I'm a fraud. I'm just a front for this. But the thing that makes me mad is like I'll have a really good idea or at least I think it's a really good idea. But because I'm the one that's doing it, it is horribly. It's baffling. You are so much more appealing than me. And whenever there's a, a TikTok that is Britney focused, it gets like a hundred views. It's really sad. And I'm just like, 
okay. Like, like you guys hate me then. There are some that I make. Like, there was that one that I made where there was the guy playing, like, Gerudo Valley. Yeah. And there was just, like, eight of us just holding instruments, doing nothing. Nothing. You were just standing there. And it got, like, I don't know, like, 1,500 views. It's because it's a duet. And it's, like, that's not a ton, but it's, like, decent. I did literally nothing. Nothing. You stood there. You pressed the button. And that was it. Yeah, I was like three second timer and then stand there. Yeah. Now standing there was pretty hard to stay that still for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that there are some that you make that you put so much effort into like the planning. We take time recording it and then it's just like, well, what the fuck was that for? Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I do really have a lot of fun making the video in the first place. Mm-hmm. And... I really like that form of creative outlet. But at the same time, it's like I do put a lot of work into it and I spend a lot of time thinking. There's a lot of time that, like I've said previously, some of my best ideas happen when I'm actually trying not to be thinking. I'm trying to sleep and I have the best (laughs) ideas. And so then once I have that light bulb moment, I fixate on it, which then makes me not sleep at all. So then it's like, these ideas are costing me sleep and you guys aren't even looking at it. <laughs> what? What a kick in the gut. It's really sad, but it is what it is. But like, I like making them cause it, I kind of feel like I'm making a movie. Well, and because I'm very, when I have a vision and this goes for anything, it could be an outfit. It could be a video. Yeah. I have that vision in my head and I will be damned if I settle for anything less than what that vision is. Yeah. So there are some TikToks that I have made us record and re-record and study and like say, okay, this is exactly the the tiniest little detail <laughs> that needs to be fixed. And then we will record like 50 times to get it exactly right. And I like that about me. The amount of times we did something where it's just like a quick lip sync. Like there's one and we recorded and re-recorded it a bunch and it got shit views yeah but it's one where it's just like i was born in 1989 and some kid was just like oh the late 1900s and like we had it pretty nailed and you're still like no we can do a better re-record it and it's just like for how many views we should have just did one and done (laughs) i i'm it's one of my pet peeves though to not have like good lip syncing yeah i hate watching like, that's the thing, because we put the effort so that our words line up and no one views it. But then there's a thousand, a million videos of people with bad lip sync yeah. videos that have hundreds of thousands of views. And it's just like, why them? <laughs> They're just more likable. Are they? <laughs> I don't I think we're pretty damn likable. Yeah. I th- we're so cute. I think we're likable, too. But we also, like, have chosen to live with each other. So I feel like maybe we're biased. (laughs) We only think each other is likable. Yeah. And, like, it's a good thing that they don't let you count your own views because the amount of times I watch our own videos. (laughs) Well, because I'm proud of them. I know the work that went into it. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this again because we're so cute. and We're so funny. And nobody else is appreciating us. So I'm going to. (laughs) And I will never not do that because they're just like my little my little babies, my creative babies that I just made and I work so hard on. 
creative babies, crabies. That sounds like an STI or something. <laughs> oh, no. I just went to the doctor and it turns out I have crabies. <laughs> Does it not? It sounds <laughs> like it's something bad. I don't think you should call it that. Too late now. Okay. Anyway, moving on. But kind of still speaking about TikTok. I saw this woman and she was giving a warning because up until this point, she hadn't seen anyone actually give a warning to people going to see Harry Styles in concert. And she was describing that like she always considered herself like a fan, but she wasn't like a diehard. She wasn't someone who was obsessively watching his videos like yeah. some people that we know. And um <laughs> And like she she's just like I was just like a casual listener, like like some of his songs. So I thought like I'll go to his concert. Yeah, for sure. Which like also the anger that I felt in that moment because it was like you're just a casual listener. You like a few of his songs, but you're going to go to his concert and be living my best life. It's OK. Whatever. Anyway. And she's like, I was too old when One Direction came out. So. Like, I wasn't really a fan then, but, you know, he's got some good hits. So whatever, I go to his concert and the power that man has over me now, like, I cannot stop obsessing over him. And I'm too old to be obsessing over a man who doesn't know I exist. And I was just like, welcome to my life, first <laughs> of all. And second, like, how old is this person? Like, because when she said, oh, like, I was past the One Direction phase. I was too old for that. I was like looking at her and I was thinking, okay, like I would put her maybe like five, maybe eight years older than me tops. Okay. Because I loved One Direction. And One Direction came out when I was like 17, 18. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I was too old. I was like, I'm, I'm still a teenager. So like it's, it's okay. Anyway, find out she's like 31. <laughs> so I'm like, um what like you were only a year older than me like so it made me question is there is there an age where it's too old to like boy bands because i'm someone who loves boy bands and i don't think i will never not like boy bands so quick answer no there's no age where you have to stop liking boy bands or it's inappropriate to like boy bands here's the thing Music, there's so much music out there. Mm -hmm. There is there is every genre and subgenre, crosses of genres. Like you've got your country, you've got your rap, you've got your mix between that crap, you've got your <laughs> pop music, you've got your uh punk music, you pump pump pop punk, you've got punk and ska, you got some skunk music. Great. My favorite combination. The alternative it's like country uh alternative like it, it's it's good it's some of the few country songs i actually like but the, the point is sorry i got lost in mixing words i always you know so there's music for everything everybody and music evokes different things you've got your boy bands that it's all just like Probably about 80, 85%. Just like, girl, I love you. I want you to love me. Get your love on my love and we'll love it all together. But it's also just like how catchy it is and how mm -hmm. happy it is. Like, yeah, they've got some like 
heartbreak kind of songs but still they're just so catchy and so fun to sing yes and i'm just thinking like i don't just like boy bands i like fake boy bands like boys for now love that shit i would be (laughs) going with tina for sure to all of her like little clubs like you know the one where they're like oh my gosh boo boo left the boy band boys for now and they're all like we we've got to go to this like group and talk about it and whatever and there's the one dad who gets himself involved and he's like a huge fan he's a fan of the one who is his age yeah (laughs) but he's like still just like oh screw boo boo he's gonna break up the band and all that stuff that's me (laughs) i'm the parent that's obsessed with the boy band and this boy band isn't even real yeah. I'm obsessed with the boy band from Turning Red because it's a boy band and it's catchy and it's fun and it makes me feel good things. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Boy bands, they evoke a certain energy, emotion, like a feeling. And there is no age where you are above wanting that feeling. If you want to feel this bubbly, energetic joy, do it. Because I'm going to be over in the kitchen putting dishes away listening to midwest emo music that's the new dad music though so it's okay it's been labeled for you yes so i'm gonna be having the music that evokes what i want is everything i listen to from 2001 to 2007 yes but see that's where you're not getting what i'm saying though that music is the new dad music it's been labeled for you in like 10 years with the new boy band I'm going to be turning 40. Oh, my God. And I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. I'm so old. And I'm still going to be like with the girls rocking out to whatever boy band they're obsessing over. And I'll be obsessing over it in a different way, obviously. Like, it'll be more of a reminiscing like, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of my young days mm-hmm. where they're going to be like, oh, this like 17 year old boy so hot. Oh, my God. But like, I'm still going to be enjoying the music. And it's going to technically not be for me like your dad music is for you. All right. Well, then I will also say I do. I have started branching out to new music thanks to the joys of TikTok. Yeah. Now I've gotten a lot less of my new music thanks to my bone that I have picked. And it is this is it's done. But uh, I, ha- I have another issue. I- I'm getting old. With me? I'm, no. Oh, no, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm getting old and I'm just finding problems with things. And TikTok is a phenomenal way to advertise things, whether it is a podcast or a brand or new songs. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, there are so many viral TikTok songs that you only hear about 15 seconds of it because they're just advertising the catchiest part to try to get you to go to Spotify and download it, right? Well, I hate that 90% of the songs, I'm like, oh, that's a good hook. I'll go listen to it. Then the rest of the song is trash. Yeah. Um, There's one guy, Braden something, and he's he's got that one song that's still on your For You page. Yeah. Um, that I went and I listened to his like his actual music and the songs are fully good, but there's only like six of them. Mm. So it's either you find somebody who has a thousand shitty songs, which each song has like 15 seconds of a good bit. Yeah. 
or you find somebody who has really good music and it's just like give me more well i imagine that because it's arguably better music it takes longer to make and so therefore he has less of it yeah well and that guy he's i so when i go through my tiktoks and i'm like finding this the artist and i'm doing all that like i look through their spotify get their information um sometimes it has links to like their personal pages and stuff Mm -hmm. but this that guy that i've been listening to he's from ontario like close to us what i know no one's close to us i know and he's we're in the middle of nowhere like i want to say no one's close to us but like justin bieber like wasn't that far from us either yeah so man we're on the map go i played music with justin bieber once yeah i know i don't know if i've ever said that on the podcast but i played music with bieber once that's like high school band, though. It's not like you guys were jamming out in the garage together. <laughs> it counts. I. That's like one of my claims to fame. It's like my closest. I feel like it was probably closer the time that we were behind him in Starbucks. Yeah, but I mean, how many people have been behind him in Starbucks? I played music with him. Yeah, so did all the other schools that were there that day playing music. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just want, I want to believe that there is a bigger group that stood behind him in Starbucks that one time than there is that. Well, when we were the ones standing behind him in Starbucks, there was just us there and his bodyguard. Yeah, at that instance. And we were really cool about it. We didn't like go online and be like, oh, Justin's at Starbucks. Yeah, mostly because we didn't care. That's true. (laughs) I was just like, I think that's Justin Bieber. And then we like looked a little closer. And and... it's like we could tell because of the six foot eight bodyguard beside him. (laughs) And then I was just like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I've never seen anyone famous before, like up close. So... I mean, it was, like, cool, but then it, All right. whatever. This is apparently a very TikTok-focused episode. Um, I posted a TikTok once because somebody's like, what's your celebrity beef? And I posted that story about Bieber. I was like, we were in, in line. Yeah. His bodyguard was like, yo, look at that cute kid. And he's just like, Pff. Like, you say he was like, Pff. he just, like, kind of glanced, didn't really give he, any sort he of... He looked and he had like, what any, like... 22 year old guy would do and be like I don't really care how cute somebody else's kid is because I just want my Starbucks so like looking back on it now it is almost no beef but the thing with that is how many people on TikTok because this was pretty close to after that video got like up to almost a million views so there's still quite a few people who are just trickling into like, the, the algorithm was giving them to my videos to watch. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people who are just like, that didn't happen. Quit lying. And it's just like, bro, you really think people go out on the internet and lie? <laughs> <laughs> well. Like, if I was going to lie about a story with a celebrity. and I'd make it beef, more interesting. Yeah, then. it wouldn't be, I stood behind him in line and he didn't care how cute my kid is. Yeah. Well, because also it was Halloween. And she was, like, 
dressed up like a princess ten, or no a she was like 10 months old in a tutu <laughs> like a really pink like just over the top tutu and it was cute and like we made pretty cute babies so i'm not surprised <laughs> that her his bodyguard was like that's a pretty cute kid in a costume but like i also wasn't really surprised that he gave zero fucks about it yeah. i was just like like i just i don't know i just thought it was cool to be acknowledged at all <laughs> I was like, yeah, I made this. I'm like that otter holding up a baby proudly at the zoo. <laughs> and like, I made God, this. I love otters. I know. I want to go to one of those zoos that has the two little holes that you can hold an otter's hands through. Yeah. That'd God. be cute. I would give anything for an otter to hold my hand. To hold your finger. Yeah. Because their hands are so small. <laughs> They're just so tiny hands. And I also want to see an otter just lay on its back and eat a clam or something yeah i just like would like to see otters <laughs> i'd like to see otters in the wild in i don't know how we got to talking about okay <laughs> so i do kind of have a list of like topics and i feel like it's time to uh to get back on topic tell me about that uh that red carpet picture you saw in the meme and stuff okay so i saw I'm horrible for names. Uh, I'll look up their names. You tell me the characters and all. So I saw a picture and I don't know where it was. It could have been TikTok. And I <sighs> honestly, I get mad at myself for not saving more stuff. But then I also feel like I like and save a lot of stuff as it is. Mm -hmm. So it gets very like full. And then I'm like, oh, I need to show you this day's worth of stuff. And it's like too much. <laughs> So I didn't. I was just like, oh, this will be easy to find. It'll probably come up a hundred more times. And it didn't. It was Bella Ramsey on like a red carpet thing. And they were with... The um, girl that played Sarah. Sarah. And Bella Ramsey was wearing like... Their hair was probably tied back. I feel like that's usually how it's worn. Mm -hmm. Nico Parker is her name. Okay. And some sun, like some glasses on. I don't can't remember if they were like blue or something like how Tom Holland usually wears, and like just like a suit jacket and just like a button up shirt probably underneath it. And then sorry, I already forgot the name. <laughs> Nico Parker. Nico Parker, and she had like she was just wearing a really nice dress, and they were just standing next to each other. And she's taller than Bella Ramsey, and it was just like. Um, Tom Holland and Zendaya in an alternate universe and there was like a side-by-side -side picture of Tom Holland and Zendaya at a different red carpet event and like Tom Holland had the glasses on and everything and just the hair like Zendaya I was one of the times Zendaya had her hair like really curly mm -hmm. and very voluptuous <laughs> and and so they looked very similar like Obviously, they look different. They're their own people. But like alternate universe yeah. kind of like idea. I was they, like... They gave the same vibe. They gave the same vibe. But also, I've never noticed how similar in face shape and structure that Bella Ramsey and Tom Holland have. It's crazy. Like, I feel like you could just like overlap them and it'd be like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I don't know if people actually know because I feel like you wouldn't think about it unless it was put in front of you. All right. So there's a one of the video app filters where you take a picture of 
somebody like a celebrity yeah and then it morphs your face into that face mm -hmm. i bet you if bella ramsey did that to tom holland it would still just look like tom holland yeah the only thing that's different is just like their style a little bit and maybe like bella ramsey doesn't so much have that like holding a frog in your mouth look <laughs> that tom holland does <laughs> i was thinking it and then you said it <laughs> um because like that's kind of what he's known for for his face <laughs> but yeah so anyway we were watching more like little clips about interviews and stuff yeah. like that and tom holland um was saying like there was some some game that he was playing where it was like oh like you are you hotter than someone and they were like oh guess who the someone is and he was like is it timothy chalamet and he's like and they're like no he's like oh, okay good because like he's double handsome i wouldn't win that one <laughs> and then it cut to a different interview where the guy the interviewer was like yeah timothy chalamet says that he gets mistaken for you a lot and he was like oh really like wow that's amazing and then they're like yeah do you ever get mistaken for anyone and i was just thinking bella ramsey <laughs> but then he was just like no no i don't i don't think that that i have been mistaken for anybody else and he's like all you had to do was say timothy chalamet and he was like nah he's too handsome he's double handsome like <laughs> i'm not that handsome but then i was just thinking someone needs to tell him bella ramsey's your look-alike i feel like tom holland and zendaya because uh, she is in Dune with Timothy. I feel like because she knows him, uh, they probably talk. Yeah. And it probably comes up a lot. Oh, he's double handsome. Maybe. Like, that, like I never heard like that, that phrase that term, before. double handsome, yeah. is probably a joke with him and Zendaya. Maybe. Like, he's probably just like, oh, you're going to go on set with... Double uh, handsome with double handsome or something like that. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but, but like I don't see it. I get where he's coming from. Not that I'm thinking that Timothy Chalamet's better looking than him or anything like that, but I don't really see much of a resemblance. Like no. their faces, like Timothy Chalamet has amazing bone structure and like just very like sharp definition. He is quite handsome. Yes, some would say double, but like. Tom Holland has a really nice square jawline. I feel like Tom Holland, for a little guy, has quite a, like, I guess, masculine look that is quite appealing. I mean, I don't know why you have to say little guy. He, he He's not physically imposing, but he looks it, you know? Okay, yeah, I thought I guess what you, I guess I see what you mean because I was gonna say like I get you can be masculine and not be like six foot five. But yeah, like he just he has that sm like smaller stature, and like he doesn't seem very intimidating. Yeah, but also like you know. Yeah, well, I mean, he's Spider Man. <laughs> True. So like, yeah. Anyway. That kind of makes me think of another interview I watched mm -hmm. that had him, Zendaya, and Ned. Don't know his real name because I'm horrible with names. Jacob Batalon is what I'm going to say. Okay. And I'm 90% sure that's it. <laughs> um, and the interview, and this kind of goes back to, I don't know if it was last week or a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how it, sometimes 
interviewers just they shouldn't be allowed to have that job because they are so bad at it and it's like they ask the stupidest questions and it seems like it's such a wasted opportunity this woman is just like says to tom holland you're shorter than zendaya (laughs) yep it's like okay and so like ned starts laughing like (laughs) like it's the funniest thing and then they spend the next like five minutes that's probably an exaggeration but they spend the next length of time talking about how like height like it's people bring that up a lot but they don't really understand why because yeah zendaya is taller than tom holland but like they don't understand what the big deal is why it always has to get brought up and like neither one of them are bothered by it so the the fact that everybody's just like oh so you guys are together but you're shorter than than she is and it's just like uh-huh it's like, yeah but they're both hot so get over it <laughs> and like there was one t- tom holland was saying like people are like oh ha- wasn't kissing weird because she's so much taller and he's like she's taller she's not like a foot taller you know yeah <laughs> which is funny because like I am a foot taller than you. Yeah. We kiss just fine. <laughs> I get, yeah, but I don't know. I guess if you put heels on too, then, then that may make it a little bit weirder. But there are height differences in couples all over. We find a way. Yeah, lo- like, love uh, finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, I don't know why the the height thing keeps getting brought uh, up, but just the reactions was just hilarious. I swear that like everybody who makes a living off of interviews, mm-hmm. whether it's like shitty magazine web- website reporters or YouTube interviews, even television talk shows, yeah, are awful. I watched an interview with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Where she was talking about a, like, an on-screen interview with Ellen that she had. And how it was the worst thing she encountered. Well, I've seen a lot of interviews between her and Ellen where Ellen is just being... Like, she was she was horrible. on. Yeah. And she was like, oh, so Zac Efron was just here. You guys dated? What song is about him? And she instantly looks so shut down and, like like off put and she's just like we've never dated and then Ellen's just like yeah you have and it's just like acting like she's crazy she doesn't remember anything so i'm gonna give you this bell and uh, name all your songs and when we get to the one just ring it yeah and she's it's, she's just like she asks like can we not do this yeah and she just and ellen just anyway. is like it was it was bad it was awkward it was uncomfortable and it's like this isn't just uh somebody who has a youtube channel this isn't just somebody who's working for a tabloid that needs just something they're just throwing shit out hoping something gets a response yeah this is a television talk show for like how many seasons national television Mm -hmm. well and like it's not just Taylor Swift. There's so many people that are visibly uncomfortable by the questions and like being made a joke of mm-hmm. on her show. And um Taylor Swift many times. I don't know why she kept going back. Yeah. I mean I don't know how any celebrities kept going back. I like I don't know what it's like being a celebrity, but I I would imagine they probably have somebody else that books their 
promotional things. Yeah, probably. And it's just like you need to go on these network television shows because you have an album coming out. Yeah. Or something like that. See, I always was under the impression that there were certain like like not a script, but like basically ahead of time this the celebrity would get a list of questions that could be asked so that yeah. they could at least have some sort of an idea of how they wanted to answer. Because I would think like even as a celebrity, a person's a person and I would just think that if I was put on TV in front of a live audience and I was being asked a bunch of questions about my life and I didn't have anything to like prepared to say or even like even like not even having a whole speech prepared, but just an idea of something that I yeah. wanted to say. I'd be sitting there like, um, uh, well, <laughs> and just and the there big just long be a, pause. Yeah. And it's just like. I hope you have a really good editing department. Um, and just like hmms and haws and stuff like a uh, commercial break, you know? Yeah. Like I wouldn't really know how to respond because I'm really bad at be feeling blindsided if I feel like I'm, I'm getting taken off guard by yeah. something. I just go blank. And we were talking about this too, about how horrible I am at remembering stuff. And it's weird how like memory works. Because there are things that I will remember for years, maybe the rest of my life. And it's the smallest detail that doesn't really matter or like the a memory or something or something made me feel a certain way that yeah. I will remember and relive the exact feeling and everything about that moment. But I can't remember people's names. <laughs> I can't remember like... How there's all this like, oh, you're not a real fan if you don't know this many songs. Like. I know all the songs. I just don't know their names. Yeah. And like you asked me, you were like, okay, name five Taylor Swift songs. Do it. How long did it take me to come up with them? Do it right now. Name five Harry Styles songs. Daylight. Yep. Um, I could just name fruit. Cherry. No, no fruit ones. Okay. No fruit ones. Um. Matilda. Yep. That one's about me. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? Sign of the Times. This is this is already like clarified that is I know you have listened to every single Harry Styles song a thousand times. Yeah. Spotify said you were in the top like one percent. One percent of people who listen to it. Yeah. Um like you know it but you, yeah the names i can't and like so if I, I would be screwed if i was wearing a t-shirt of someone that i really like and admire and some like jerk was just like you're not a fan name this i'd be like you got me like <laughs> i'm a phony <laughs> i don't know so like i just i don't know i hate that because i and then i see people like like my coworker, he remembers everything like you should hear him he knows he knows all the bands he knows the years that they released certain songs and i'm just like like napoleon dynamite today when we were rehearsing it i was like i wonder like how old was i when that came out because i found it friggin hilarious the whole time i was just like in pain laughing over how funny it was and i think a lot of it had to do with how old i was what year did napoleon dynamite come he out? came 2003 four i was he came up with it like that. He's like, I believe it was 2004. And I was like, what? How do you? So I looked it up. I was like, fuck. 
To be fair, I just about got it. You did just about get it. But he does this all the time. And I'm like, I wish I had a brain <laughs> like that. Like I could just remember years that things come out, the names of things. He remembers exactly how we met. And I had no memory of it. This was like eight years ago. And I couldn't remember. And then he told me and it was humiliating. And I wish that he hadn't have told now me. Now you know how I feel <laughs> when you ask me about things that happened in our life and I don't remember. Yeah. It's humiliating. But his is like more factual than just like just memories. He remembers like dates and times and like it's weird. Like <laughs> if you're going to base like who's a true fan based off of like how much you know about something, he is every single person's biggest fan. He's just a nerd. <laughs> He'd do pretty well on like who wants to be a millionaire or something like that though. Probably. Um, so I was thinking about it, but you were talking about something else. I'm going back to TV interviews. Mm. Um, my favorite uh, TV interview where, cause you, you mentioned that uh, like the celebrities have this like little list of things that they're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so that sometimes like they can provide material or something. Right. My absolute favorite was Paul Rudd going on Conan O'Brien. Okay. Because for years, every time Paul Rudd would be in a movie, he goes on this press tour. And for every station, he gives a clip of the movie he's in. But for Conan O'Brien, he didn't. Okay. He gave a clip from a movie called Mac and Me. And it's just a clip of like, so in the movie, it's a kid rolling off of a cliff in a wheelchair but it's like a dummy so they just watch it like fall like a hundred feet into water yeah and then an alien kind of looking like et pops up like right in the camera yeah and it's just the weirdest thing <laughs> so the first time conan is just like i don't think that was your your clip and paul rudd just acts as if it was normal yeah but then it just keeps happening and it gets to the point where conan before they play he's like all right, now is this actually going to be your clip? And it's just like, yeah, I'm, like it was even up to Ant-Man. And he's just like, yeah, listen, I wanted to do the Mac and me thing, but Disney is Disney. They, they want this. Yeah. So here's the clip from the movie. And then he plays the fucking Mac <laughs> and me clip. <laughs> it's so funny. Because it's just Paul Rudd fucking with Conan O'Brien. I love Paul Rudd. He's a great guy. He's so funny and like enjoyable to watch. Like He's one of those guys just because he has that boyish smile. Yeah. That he's just always... Charming. Yeah. Like we were watching... Again, it was... I think it was on TikTok. And he came up and it was... It was uh, a clip from wet hot american summer and it was just like hey what's that up your nose and the person's like nothing and then he's like this fart and just like farts and wafts it at them <laughs> and we spent like like 10 minutes watching it and laughing <laughs> and, watching, and just like I just love fart jokes. And then it was Paul Rudd and a fart joke. And it was just like something unexpected. Like, even though I've seen that movie several times, 
I was just like, what? Is, like, what is up the person's nose? Is it like a booger or something? And then he's like, this fart. <laughs> and walks it up. <laughs> I, my all-time favorite Paul Rudd line uh, is just from Wanderlust, his Madiak yeah. spiel. Just um, over and over the different ways to say Madiak in yeah. Like, followed closely by the, uh, is it I love you, man? Where he's slapping the, the base. base. Yeah. And he just takes it too far. Um, but yeah, just like they're going on like, I'm fixing to fuck you. <laughs> My dick all up in your It's vag. the mouth. It's the way his mouth moves when he's doing that. How like enunciate. <laughs> My dick. <laughs> the, when we first watched that, I absolutely lost my shit. Yeah. Um, and then I went to YouTube <laughs> to watch that clip over and over and over. It's, the amount of times we reference it it's in everyday so life. funny. If I'm just like, you know, trying to subtly give you the hint, I'm just like, I'm fixing to fuck you. <laughs> so fucking subtle. <laughs> not subtle at all (laughs) and like because of the way you're like i know it's coming too because you have this like look on your face and you're just like staring really intensely at me and i'm like this is creepy and the next words that come out of your mouth i'm fixing to fuck you i'm just like great all up in your way (laughs) We still haven't even seen Ant-Man yet. I know. It's because, okay, we're who we are as parents. <laughs> as people. It's hard to get there. I refuse to watch anything on opening night now because yeah, of... because we're kind of forever... Yeah, people falling. are just jerks, so I'm just going to go when the theater is like empty. Honestly, that's more my vibe anyway, is you know not being overwhelmed by a lot of people. Empty theater... No one bugging us. It's great. And like, that's 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 what I want. And so we also, sorry, speaking of the theater, I remembered some information that was given to me okay. recently. Yep. About Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and returning to theaters. Yes. The four hour. Yeah. Extended cut coming to the theaters. Yeah. Just in time for your birthday? I just... Four hours is such a long time. <laughs> like, how does anybody make it? Uh, you need to take a water bottle. And then once you're done drinking the water bottle, you know what that water bottle was for. Okay, please explain to me how a woman is supposed to pee in a water bottle. The whole of the water bottle no is this big. I mathematician. In a theater. Um... Like, the first step is to get rid of your dignity and pride. Well, in and that then case, you just why do what skip you've the bottle do. and then just put on a friggin' diaper at that point? You know what? Okay. Because you're going to end up pissing on yourself anyway. Listen, four hours is not actually that long. It is. To sit still in a dark theater. You are watching Aragorn take his rightful place on the throne, and you are watching Frodo, Sam, and somewhat Smeagol get rid of the ring into the fires of Mount Doom. I love You can sit through it. I love Gollum and yeah. Smeagol. That I just I love it so much. I really wish that I could say that I could do it. 
But I don't think I can. Well, I mean, we're going to find out. We're going to do it. High five me right now. Four out of solidarity that we are going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to watch Lord of the Rings extended Return of the King in theaters. And everybody who's listening is going to send us snacks. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> like, I just, I feel like I'd much rather just watch it on my couch. The snacks is still going to happen, though. But, like, is the extended cut and everything, is that already been out? Or is this new oh, information? No, yeah, yeah it's, it's just the extended cut. Okay. So things we've already seen. Yeah. Okay. I thought... When they were like, oh, this, like, I thought that it was new content. Like, they were adding some stuff that's never been seen before. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, then I kind of feel like I got it. But at ambitious. the same time, I don't know how I'm going to. Like, there were times that you were like, oh, should we go see Avatar? And I was like, I can't. I can't sit that long. How much money would it take for you to go and do it? Go sit in that theater for four and four hours and 20 minutes like if you put money on it honestly i'm pretty easy like i like i so if somebody just paid for our tickets like is is that enough probably all right you heard it folks pay for our tickets so we can go see lord of the rings extended cut and then Brittany will do it i have to take a blanket okay because i get cold in the theater i don't think they'll have an issue with that maybe not I mean, I just feel weird. I've taken a blanket into the theater before and I felt awkward about it, but I didn't regret it. I just felt like anxious about it. <laughs> and then once the lights went down, I was good. But then once the lights came back up, I was like, they need to walk out of a theater with a blanket. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm I'm that weird person. <laughs> Imagine you walked into a theater and you're just like, where are all your guys' blankets? Yeah. Do you not? How are you going to get comfy? <laughs> well, but, like, I get so cold in the theater. You just have bad circulation. Yeah, I know. It's a struggle. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it. So I want some some answers from, from people listening. Uh, one, uh, how clearly, clearly we are very um, consumed by TikTok. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how uh, present is TikTok in your life? Um, what is your favorite Paul Rudd line and why is it Mardiak? <laughs> and how old is too old for boy bands? Thank you so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees podcast. If you haven't already, please download this episode and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>